Thanks for taking the time to check out the Word Alive podcast. For access to other great resources and information on everything happening at Word Alive, be sure to download our app for iPhone and Android devices by searching WAIO, Word Alive International Outreach, teaching people and reaching nations with a message of freedom. And now, Kent Maddox. Sit down just for a second. Wow. Glory to God. Woo. I feel the Holy Ghost in here today. Can you imagine the feeling was happening in Egypt that night when God was setting his people free? Can you imagine thousands of years later when Jesus was on the cross? Just the power that was being demonstrated. Darkness was being defeated. Life was being brought to pass. I got really fired up this year about Passover as we enter this time in Exodus 12 and 1 it says God gave them the instruction to celebrate Passover before they experienced freedom I want you to catch this God said I'm going to tell you how to celebrate freedom before you ever walk in freedom Because I know there's people here today, including myself, I'm not free in every area of my life that I want to be free in. But God's coming every time this year to say, I tell you what, if you'll learn how to celebrate it before you walk in it, then I promise you, if you'll just celebrate freedom the right way, the right time, you will step on into that freedom that I planned for you. So good news is we don't have to be free to celebrate freedom. We celebrate freedom, then we walk into it. We celebrate, first of all, the Passover lamb, the blood of the lamb, the power of God released through that sacrifice. It says, take a lamb for the household, kill it, and smear the blood above the door. Eat it with your belt on your waist, sandals on your feet, and staff in your hand. Eat it in haste, for this is the Lord's Passover. Isn't it interesting that the Lord said, don't sit down at a table and eat it. Stand up. And we're going to do that in a minute. We're going to stand up and have communion. Why? Because it's never about staying where you are. It's about God taking you to a brand new place. Every year it's about I'm going somewhere new in the Lord, somewhere new in my purpose and my destiny. So he said, be ready to march out when you eat it. Now, what really got me excited this year is when you tie this Passover experience, this Passover instruction from the Lord to the crucifixion and to Jesus' life. Look at Luke 22 with me. It says, when the time, <clears throat> excuse me, when the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at a table and Jesus said, I have been very eager. This is Jesus. I have been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you. Did you know Jesus is very eager every year to come in our midst and celebrate Passover with us? Look at this. I've been very eager to eat. Oh, back up, sorry. I've been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before sufferings begins. For I tell you now that I won't eat this meal again. Hang on. I won't eat this meal again. This tells me Jesus celebrated Passover even after he was crucified and rose from the dead. He didn't eat it just before the cross. It says, I won't do this again. Watch this. I will not eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. 
Isn't it interesting they were sitting there celebrating the Passover lamb and didn't know the Passover lamb was the one celebrating with them right in their midst? Isn't that powerful? Here's how Jesus said to celebrate it. Look, he took a cup of wine, gave thanks to God, and said, Take, eat, this is shared among yourselves, for I'll not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after supper, he took another cup of wine and said, Here we go. This is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with you by my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. In just a moment, when we join our hearts together to partake of this meal, it's like a wedding vow renewal. It's a, re, it's a, it's a renewing of covenant to affirm. We're saying when we take this meal today, you are our God and we are your people. And God in turn returns and says, he affirms, you are my people and I am your God. And in this moment of holy moment, in just a moment when we participate together, something supernatural will transpire in our midst as we obey God in remembering Christ, our Passover lamb, and partake of the juice and the bread, believing and knowing that we're entering a new covenant, a new beginning, a new season. This is the new beginning. And another thing that blew my mind about Passover this year was that nobody had to lose their firstborn. Nobody had to suffer death. All they had to do was by faith apply the blood. Even the Egyptians were offered God's grace. Because it says a mixed multitude followed them out. Can you imagine that night? Nobody had to suffer death as long as they would, by faith and humility, put the blood on the doorpost. Grace could have saved them that night. I've got a message for somebody here today. It doesn't matter where you are in your journey. It doesn't matter how far away from God you may be. It doesn't matter how disappointed you may have been in the last season. I've got a word for you today. If by faith you will just once again apply the blood of Jesus over your life and your home, God's grace will touch you right where you are today and bring change into your life. just set your heart on the Lord just for a moment in this moment behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us to send his only son to be the Lamb of God our Passover Lamb our Deliverer our Savior our Healer our Provider His great grace and His great mercy, His great love and His great passion for us demonstrated on the cross. Wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, chastisement of our peace upon Him, and with His stripes we were healed. The reason we've chosen a matzah bread today that you hold in your hand it's because it's prophetic. If you'll look at it just for a moment, the bread is pierced. It's striped. It's bruised. It's what celebrates Passover for many thousands of people, millions of people for thousands of years, this matzah bread, because it's pierced 
Isn't it amazing that so many people eat this bread every year and don't realize it's already took place in our Messiah. He was pierced and wounded and bruised for our healing. And so as we take that in our hands today and we re remember that and we see that and we partake and we serve each other in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to serve your family or friends around you. And then we're just going to pray for one another just for a minute or two. Because we believe in this moment, Psalm 103 is fulfilled. Here's what it says. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. He forgives all our iniquities. He heals all our diseases. He redeems my life from destruction. Wow. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies and satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. So, Father, we come before you today and we take the bread and we break it. Just break the bread. And we serve our loved ones this, the bread of life today and we partake by faith knowing you are wounded and bruised and smitten for us now we receive the life of God today partake by faith in Jesus name Lord now we hold the cup and we remember it's the blood it's the blood shed for us from the foundation of the earth and Lord we thank you for that blood today Lord, we thank you for the sacrifice that you made for our sins. And Lord, we thank you that this next season ahead of us is only being brought to pass because of your precious blood. Lord, I thank you that your blood is washing us today and cleansing us. Cleanse our minds. Cleanse our hearts. Lord, we apply the blood over our home, over our children, over our grandchildren, over our family lineage. We believe in this moment generational curses are being removed from off our bloodline. We believe in this moment that blessings are coming from heaven onto our families and our lineages from generations to come. Some of us have suffered sickness and, and disease and some of us have suffered addiction and different bondages. But we say today that we're drawing a bloodline today and we say no more. And no more in our families is this allowed. We say we renew our covenant today with a covenant-making, covenant-keeping God. We decree and declare, Jesus, you are our Passover lamb and your blood has been spilled. And we apply the blood over our homes now. And I thank you when you see the blood, the death angel shall pass over our house. We say cancer, you got to pass over our house. We say addiction, you got to pass over our house. We say poverty, you got to pass over our house. We say disease, you got to pass over our house. We say calamity, pass over our house. We say divorce, pass over our house in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that today in this moment, the blood of Christ washes us, cleanses us, prepares us to move into this next season you have for us new beginning, a clean slate, having our sins made washed white as snow. So Lord, we decree it, we declare it, and we partake by faith today in Jesus' name. Partake by faith. God. 
I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost here today, don't you? Let's make this decree together, can we? We speak this out over our families, over this moment. Let's say it, one, two, three. We proclaim that Jesus, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. And we have been redeemed by the precious and incorruptible blood of the Lamb. We declare and decree that the wonder-working power of the blood of Jesus has delivered us from the bondage of sin and the power of our enemies. Therefore, we boldly and courageously confess that we are saved, secure, and completely set free by the blood of the Lamb. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout in the house today. Woo! Yes. Glory, 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 glory. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. Woo! Praise God, praise God. Hug three or four people around you and say, I feel like I just got cleansed all, I got born again, again. Rest yourselves for a couple of minutes. Glory to God. Woo. Man, I feel the power of God here today. You ever feel those moments? Just anything can happen now, isn't it? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. This is a wild word of knowledge. But I just felt just now the Holy Spirit spoke to me. There's women in our congregation, and some maybe watched online, you've suffered with miscarriages, which was a plague in Egypt. And just now, when we proclaim the blood of Jesus, you were radically instantly healed by the blood of Jesus just now in the name of Jesus. We're going to hear testimonies from that. I don't know why that word, but I'll even dare to prophesy that we will hear testimony that they conceived and had twins testifying of the double portion anointing that's on us in this season. I declare it to be so in the name of Jesus. I don't know who the man is sitting by Scott's mother. Yes, sir. But I'm telling you, the Lord tells me to declare over you healing and strength even now to flow from the crown of your head to the bottom of your feet. You didn't come here by accident today. God brought you here for a specific reason because God is going to encounter you even at the molecular level and something shifts in your life today and, you're, and when it, it's going to shift so powerfully it's going to affect even those around you because God has so entered your physical body and done something for you that only He can do and you're going to see the results for I hear the Lord saying as your days are so shall your strength be in this earth in the name of Jesus. Woo! Come on, somebody. There's an anointing here today. Woo! Just lean over and touch somebody. Let's just release that. This, that. We don't want to leave this right now. Just touch the neighbor beside you. Whatever they need, we release it now by a touch of faith. Whatever they need, whether it be a healing, whether it be a, an inspiration, whether it need, need, need to be a deliverance, we just decree the touch of faith today in this moment where we celebrated the blood that something shifts, something changes, something's renewed, something is brought forth in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. And everybody in agreement, shout it, Amen.
That's our new sign. If you notice, we're moving through Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you. That's the Passover redemption plan. Plans to what? Plans to prosper you. It says when God brought them out, he brought them out with silver and gold. And there was not any feeble among their tribes. God wants to prosper us so that we can be a blessing. There's a lot to do around this world. We've got to feed children, make clean water available, preach the good news of the gospel to nations. We've got to d- deliver drug addicts, heal people from cancer. We've got to move in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And God's going to prosper us so that we can do so. Touch three people, say, get ready. God's about to prosper you in a supernatural way. Somebody say, Kent, do you believe in the prosperity gospel? I believe the gospel is prosperity. I don't believe in a prosperity gospel. I believe in the prosperity of the gospel. Because it's always been God's plan to prosper his people. Bring all the tithes in the offerings of old. That's first fruits. That, there may, that you may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I'll not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it let me just go ahead and tell you whether you understand it or not three times a year an open heaven moves over us Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles the heaven moves and opens and there's a portal that literally when you tap into it it's a funnel from God's throne to your house where God's blessings begin to flow and bring you into a supernatural portion Now, here's what blew my mind just this morning. This is fresh revelation. Fresh revelation just from like a while ago. I'm looking at these notes to talk to you, and I read this scripture. Deuteronomy 16, 16 says, Three times a year all your males shall appear before me, appear before God in the place he chooses at Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. They shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. I'd read that all this time thinking, Don't come to me without something. That's the way I read it. Like, it's a command. Come before me. Don't come without something. I read it this morning, and the eyes of my spirit was opened up, and the Lord said, you have misunderstood that. I said, what do you mean, Lord? He said, what it means is this. If you will appear before me three times a year, you will be so blessed, you will always have something in your hands that you're... If you you will follow me, you'll never have empty hands. You'll always have something of abundance to give to every good work because my grace will be so sufficient on your life as you follow me. You will be a people who never has empty hands. You always have full hands. Woo! How powerful is that? Just reach over and touch your neighbor's hand and say, they're never going to be empty. God. If I had a mic, I'd drop it. Powerful, isn't it? God said, if you follow me, you'll never have empty hands. God, what a God we serve. Honor the Lord with your possessions, the first fruits of your increase. Your barns shall be filled with plenty. Your vats shall flow with new wine. 
Here's the big one. Zechariah 9, 11, 12. For I will restore double to you. There's something on this moment of this Passover we've never experienced before, and it's the double portion. God's prophesied we'd be a double portion people. We would live in a double portion. We would function in a double portion. And this year, for the very first time, as I've told you before, a very generous man that loves the church, loves the work of the church, has agreed to whatever we give today, that he will double that. He will literally write a check and double whatever. We, so if I give 100, it's 200. If I give 1,000, it's 2,000. If I give 10,000, it's 20. Whatever it is, it's automatically doubled to ensure that we can keep doing what we do. But what was more important to me than that was the concept of the double portion being on us. It was a signpost to me that we are stepping into a place of double portion. Now, what I got excited about was not for the church, but for you and me. Because when I give today in just a moment, I'm... When I give today in just a moment, I'm expecting... <clears throat> whatever harvest God had for me, I'm expecting it doubled. I'm saying whatever normal harvest would have come back my way, I'm saying I'm expecting it doubled. Now, there's been signs. I got somebody on Facebook yesterday. I said they opened the egg to make breakfast yesterday. I said, first time in my life I saw it had two yolks in one egg. Did y'all see that? Somebody put it on Facebook. This month is the only month that's happened in two or three years where there was two full moons in the same month. They called the second one the blue moon. You ever heard that saying, once in a blue moon? These opportunities that God brings our way to step into and move with God brings a double portion anointing on our lives. So we believe today that as we give, as we move, something supernatural is going to occur. Not just in the area of finances, but literally something miraculous. We believe this is going to be a miraculous day in your life, in my life, in this church's life, that God turns and shifts things concerning our resourcing so that we can move into a new season having full hands always available to do whatever God asks us to do. It's not about money. It's about always being able to do the will of God. It's about not having to worry about missions trips because you got money to go on missions trip. It's not worried about money to help the church because you've got money. It's not worried about money for your kids because you got it's having living a life in the earth with full hands. And so we just believe that today something supernatural will happen as we transition in this moment and give. So we're going to go into another worship song and let's prepare to give our first fruits offering today. Don't give yet, just start preparing. Glory to God. One, two, three. This is the appointed time to receive God's promise of open heavens over us and abundant blessings and provision. Now is the season in which we receive double for our trouble. The double portion blessing is being released over all our lives and families. We decree that we will prosper and have good success because of God's unlimited resources and rich supply. By faith, we open our hearts to every good and perfect thing the Lord has planned to do for us. Therefore, let us decree that the Lord will provide. Come on, somebody, and shout to the Lord.
Now we, we want to make sure you got this. Did everybody get a key in that transition? Who didn't get a key? Wave. All right, keep your hand up. Let's move quickly and get everybody a key. This may have been the fastest hour of my life. We've been worshiping the Lord for an hour. Make sure everybody gets a key. Got two, got two down here. standing if that's okay if everybody it's okay to keep standing with everybody everybody got a key now huh the whole balcony's keyless come on and I like the roar that came out of the balcony as well they're coming at you with keys everybody got a key balcony is persistent up there no yeah there you go their keys are coming while they're doing that look at your key on it it's inscribed hope and future what are you giving me gave me money how old are you three two what's your name huh yeah, two years old. Tucker, you bring a first fruits offering? Out of the mouth of babes, let it be a double portion back to you, Tucker, and your family in the name of Jesus. Praise God. How about the balcony? Have they satisfied? <laughs> All right, here we go. Future and a hope. We hope that, <laughs> no pun intended, that you can either wear it around your neck in this season, put it on your keychain, put it on your car uh, key thing, that you, you know, just keep it visible. I'll tell you why. We believe that when we leave here with this key in just the next couple of minutes, that we are unlocking our future. According to Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and give you a hope field future according to Zechariah 9 11 and 12 because of the blood of my covenant that we've celebrated today I'm going to set your prisoners free from waterless pits return to the stronghold you prisoners of hope for today I declare I'm going to restore double to you in that interesting it calls us prisoners of hope what does that mean you don't have hope hope has you when you leave today hope is going to have a hold of you and it's going to move you into your future. It's the key. Christ in you. The hope of glory. So Hosea 2 and 15 says, Your valley of trouble. Anybody here had any trouble in the last season? Look at this promise. 
your valley of trouble is going to be turned into a door of hope. Woo! <laughs> your trouble is going to be left behind today and you're entering through a door of hope. As you leave this sanctuary today, you'll see when you turn to leave, we've got them labeled so that you can walk through them. I love Isaiah 61, 7. It says, because you got a double dose of trouble. Come on, somebody. Because you got a double dose of trouble and more than your share of contempt, your inheritance in the land will be doubled and your joy shall go on forever. I've got news for somebody. The wages of death are sin, but the wages of righteousness is a double portion anointing coming on your life. God pays. I said God pays. And you never go through trouble without a reward on the other side of it. And we're decreeing and declaring a double portion anointing. Now listen. The door is 5778. Can we skip down to that slide? That's the goal. There you go. This is the prophetic symbol of this year, 5778. It's an angel at the door to lead you into your future. Dan knows this scripture, but it's, it's somewhere in the Bible. And it says when you celebrate Passover, God will release an angel to lead you in the way. I'm decreeing every person that passes through with this key through that door, an angel steps to your side and leads you into your destiny and your purpose. Now listen to this. This is so powerful. This key does not unlock a, a natural door. It unlocks a spiritual door. And the door's not out there. The door's in here. Your identity for this new season is going to be unlocked when you walk through that door. You say, what do you mean? God brought them out so he could take them in. God didn't just save you from something. He saved you for something. Are you hearing me? There's a purpose. There's a destiny that God's called you to. He didn't save you just from something, but to something. Israel came out of Egypt. Why? To go in the promised land. God took them out to take them in. But a whole generation died and didn't go in. Except for Joshua and Caleb, it says they had another spirit. You know what that word translate means? The next spirit. If you want to follow God fully, you got to be ready to take off one season and step into a new identity for the next season. You, when you walk through this door today, if you were broke, walk out like you ain't broke no more. If you came in sick, walk out like you ain't sick no more. If you've not been moving in boldness, walk out like you're going to live it. Put on a new identity in this season. See, what was the difference in Joshua and Caleb? They didn't only have a coming out spirit, they had a going in spirit. Are you listening to me? This blew my mind. Why did a whole generation die in the wilderness? I thought it was because it was God's punishment. No. God had to let them die out because the generation that went in actually had never been in Egypt. So they didn't know what it meant to be a slave. They didn't know what it meant to be in bondage. So they were able to go in because they had never been there before. 
But I got good news. We don't have to die. We already died if we're in Christ. I believe that this is the key to our future and our death. It's a prophetic sign of hope for a hope-filled future. I believe in this season, destiny, purpose, giftings, callings, anointings, and double portion proportion are going to begin to manifest in God's people's lives. And we're going to begin to walk in a whole nother level of anointing of the Spirit in this season to see God's purposes and God's plans fulfilled, unlocking a double portion in our lives. We're going to do one more worship song and we want to make a decree and then we're going to leave with hope-filled futures in Jesus' name. Come on. Let's make this decree before we leave this house. One, two, three. The Lord has set before us an open door of opportunity to walk into a hope-filled future. Our expectations are huge. Our faith is bold and our vision is bright and glorious. We decree that we will not look back, but go forward walking in the assurance of God's promises. We say goodbye to discouragement and despair and joyfully embrace the goodness and the mercy of the Lord. We declare we are people of hope passing over into a future of purpose and destiny. Amen. Woo. Take this key. You'll see behind you on the sides, 5778, hope and future. Eight is the gate to your future. Go in hope and faith-filled purpose and destiny. It's a new day. It's a new season. We are being resurrected in this season for God's purposes. Be blessed. Happy resurrection and Passover. When I was broken, you were my healer. If you're looking for a church home or maybe just visiting our area, we would love to see you face-to-face here at Word Alive International Outreach at 122 Allendale Road in Oxford, Alabama. Maybe you can't make it in person. Well, look, all of our services are streamed online at our website, waio.org. Also on our site, you'll find previous sermons, what we believe, information about our online campus, and how you can get plugged in here at Word Alive International Outreach. Thanks again for listening to the Word Alive podcast. (laughs) 